Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we are here today to talk once again about one of our favorite social media platforms. Snapchat. Facebook. Oh. We're going to talk about Facebook because that's where grandma is and that's where your potential patients are. And what we're going to talk about today are some of the changes that have been made this past year in 2016 to the Facebook algorithm that have literally changed the way that we have had to market our practices. So if you don't stay on top of these algorithm changes, pay attention to somebody that is, because you may be doing something on a Tuesday that you're allowed to do, and on a Thursday you're doing the same thing, but you get kicked off Facebook. Yeah, and uh, we've seen a big drop, as everyone has that's publishing on Facebook, um, you know, reaching your target audience, and that that happened quite a while ago. But um, in- that's actually the first update that, that they did in January of this year. Yeah, yeah, and now I think uh, the last number that I saw said that on a good day you'll reach like four percent of your fan base organically. Which is why post. now you put five and ten dollars behind your post every time because you may not reach them organically. So that now you have to. Put a few dollars behind them if you want to get the reach that you're used to getting, which you got way back in the day. Yeah, and, and so Facebook has this thing called the audience optimization tool, and that allows publishers to set preferences to target a specific audience based on their interests, their demographics, geographic location, and all that good stuff. So if you are putting those couple of dollars behind your post to, to reach people, make sure that you're setting this tool and, and really using it because it is great, great information. Okay, so that audience optimization tool and the kind of the change in organic reach was the, the algorithm update in January of this year. And then in February, Facebook did an update that kind of proved that Facebook is always listening to its users and attempting to improve the user interface. And what they did is um, this update that they did in February made it possible for Facebook to gauge the likelihood that users will highly rate a post or probability that users are going to actually interact with the post by actually liking, commenting, or sharing it. So if your users are liking, commenting, or sharing your post, now your post gets ranked higher and shows up um, higher because of the algorithm. And if you think about that, you've, you've noticed that in your, in your uh, timeline or your news feed, they call it now. Um, like, for instance, if, if you open your phone right now and hop on Facebook and scroll down a little bit, if you look at the timestamps, all of those are not in order. So what Facebook algorithm is doing there is it's saying, well, you're, you're probably going to be interested in a post from this person or this brand. And then sprinkled in between there, of course, are the ads and, and everything. But um, So it's using kind of the same thing that it, uh, it uses to determine like who you want to see posts from in your uh, friends and family as well as your businesses. So if you interact with the business all the time, you're just organically going to see that business more often. Uh, just like if you act with the, or interact with your niece, her, her posts, you're going to see 
her updates more often. Which I think also makes the case of why Facebook's getting smart when it comes to getting advertising dollars. And so it helps make the case of why you have to put a couple dollars behind boosting your your post on Facebook if you want to get anywhere. So we had a doctor recently that joined a practice and we said, um, you know, like this post to help us welcome Dr. Jones to the practice. And then we put, you know, 25 bucks behind it and we were able to get several hundred likes which then helped to boost helped to boost us organically and through paid reach which guaranteed that we were going to show up on the the news feeds of the people that we wanted to show up on. Yeah, that's a great tactic. I would say be careful not to overuse that yes. one. You, you don't want to say every single time, "Hey, like this post, like this post, like I'm this paying, post." I'm paying so you'll like it. Right. Um, and yeah, so use that sparingly and when you when you actually solicit likes or comments or shares, whatever the case may be. But um, if, you, if you use it sparingly, it does work really, really well. All right, so the update that the algorithm did in March of this year is, is as a result of Facebook starting to really pay attention to how long we are watching streaming videos in our news feeds. And in fact, it turned out that live videos are viewed three times longer than videos that are recorded and then put up on on Facebook. And so based on this information, it was back in March that Facebook began prioritizing live video feeds in your news feed. And so what that meant is, Corey and I have been talking about it because there's still a chance to get on this bandwagon of live videos is Facebook is giving special priority to those folks who are using live video as part of their business strategy. Right, because they know that users want to see it. So they they want to keep the users happy so they keep coming back and stop leaving to go to different social networks. So they, they see that people like live video, so they're going to put more live video in front of people is essentially the, the lesson there. So um, in previous to this, Facebook had always put what it thought was best on top, but now it's putting what's most current, which is the live video. So actually, if you've ever been on Facebook and someone that you follow starts to do a live video or a brand starts to do a live video, you actually get a little notification that says, oh, uh, hey, we're going live. That, yeah, exactly. That says, hey, we're going live. Click here to watch the video because Facebook is really banking on the fact that you care that right now someone is broadcasting something you're interested in live. Yeah, and it, and part of this update that they did back in March was just in direct response to kind of Twitter and Periscope launching live video on Twitter. And um, it was actually interesting because I was wondering, you know, what would perform better? Will you perform better on Twitter with Periscope or do you perform better on Facebook with live video? And so we'll, we'll have to come back and tell you because we, we've decided what we'll do is we'll just do a live video with one of our doctors and we'll have two people in the room, one person streaming on Periscope and one person streaming on Facebook, and we'll figure out what does better. I think it'll be Facebook. Because that's where the biggest audience is. Yeah, that would be my bet too, but it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, totally. So in April of this year, Facebook made yet another update to the news feed that changed the way um, that they prioritize what we see at the top. So essentially, it's kind of like, again, like interacting with the post, whether you're liking, commenting, or sharing. It's a good indicator for what users are actually interested in. However, in this update, they kind of said that it's not the only way of gauging whether you're interested or not. So users were less likely to interact with a sad news story or related post or kind of a serious current event, but that doesn't mean that they don't want to see those stories in their news feeds. So the way that they made that change is Facebook now measures the potential interest in a post based on, based on certain criteria, which would be like user interest in the creator of the post, 
post performance among other users, past content performances of the person who puts the post out there, or the type of post and um, that this individual receives, and then how they actually react to it, and then really how recent it is. So more and more, Facebook is kind of machine learning what it is you like, and they're putting those things forward. Yeah, and what I think is really interesting about that too is, so you click on this post or the link or whatever it is, and you're tracked there from Facebook. This is where it gets like kind of creepy, but also cool. And they measure how much time that you're spending on the post, even if you don't like or comment or share it. So you don't even have to interact with uh, anything publicly. But if you click on it, it measures like, oh, you, you know, the average person is there for three minutes, which means they're reading it, which means they like it. So let's put this in front of more people. Um, and I think that's that's a really cool um, kind of evolution of the the technology and the newsfeed there yeah totally and then so in april of this past year facebook got really tough and they did this huge crackdown on people that use clickbait so essentially um there's all these sites out there these publishers that are only care about like people actually clicking through to their links not necessarily clicking through and, and finding the right story on the other end. And so Clickbook or Facebook is over that. You can't use clickbait anymore, and if you do, you're going to get dinked. Yeah, and you'll see that, uh, well, not anymore, but you used to see it when it was, uh, you'd see something in the news feed pop up, and it would be like, you won't believe what, what she said. Yeah. And I'm like, what did she say? Right, and then, then you click, and then you know it's just a bunch of ads or whatever. It's just a bad user experience, so Facebook was cracking down on those, and and um, you know, in the, the medical industry, there's there wasn't too much of that from publishers because generally it's pretty straightforward, and you're just trying to to educate. Um, but if you do try and do something like that, odds are it will get rejected. And not only would it get rejected, but we've heard stories about you know you've taken years to build your audience on Facebook. But remember, it's just rented space, so if you piss them off enough, you could be gone forever. Yeah, they could permanently ban the the page and the the business itself, um, at least from having a page, and then you'd be in in some deep stuff. Yeah, we've heard some <laughs> stories on that one. So in June of this year, you know, people have always um like guessed about well the facebook algorithm does this or the facebook algorithm does this but in june of this year facebook actually opened up the curtain on what it calls its core values and the core values that it uses when determining what shows up in a user's feed so facebook essentially became known as the social platform to connect friends and family which is why most of the news feed is filled up with posts from what users actually care about the most so now, as of June, Facebook states that the posts from friends and family will get top priority on users' news feeds. After posts from friends and family, then Facebook prioritizes posts to inform and then posts to entertain. So basically what that's saying is people were complaining that there's way too much crap crap in my news feed. There's too much junk from all these businesses that I didn't really think I was liking. I thought you were just asking if I liked this movie. And then all of a sudden, everything you see is from this studio or whatever the case may be. Your usage case will vary. But uh, Facebook realized that you're supposed to connect with people first and foremost. And then you want to see stuff from different brands and organizations. So even if you're paying for that spot in the newsfeed for your medical practice, you odds are won't show up at the very top of the newsfeed because Facebook wants to prioritize what it thinks the user it wants to see before they get served the ad. Well, because Facebook is a publicly traded company. And they have to make money, and they know that they make money through their advertisers, but there's only an opportunity for advertisers if, if they people. have the audience. Right. And so they got to protect the audience first. Yeah, so, and I think, I think that's really beneficial because ultimately if the people see what they want to see and then they get to your stuff, 
uh, they're going to be, you know, they're, they're more engaged in what they're doing on Facebook. So it's kind of a win-win when you think about it. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing platform. Even, even if people don't like it because it's so big, it is just, it's really changed the way that we do things and the way that we think about things. So in August of this year, Facebook made two more changes. One is they, they came down again hard on clickbait. So they're really just trying to really weed out all of those clickbait advertisers. And then they um, made a change after they had done a survey. So based on the survey that they did you know, over last summer, Facebook now predicts what post a user may find as informative. And then they prioritize the informative post within a user's newsfeed. That, that's interesting because you would think, again, going from some of the changes I talked about earlier, that the information stuff was, was secondary. So it kind of sounds like they actually did a survey there and maybe switched gears just a little bit. But it's interesting because the way I'm reading it is that so Facebook is using kind of this whole machine learning algorithm. So they're, they're monitoring what it is that you like and what it is that you typically share. And then they're giving you more of what it is that you like and share. I got you. So in today's political arena, I will not touch anything political on Facebook because I do not want to be continue to be served more and more political ads. Instead, I watch videos of people with kittens and I see <laughs> lots of kitten videos. So if I'm clicking on like recipes that people, you know, they post those videos of something getting baked or whatever, like the time lapse. So if I click on those, I'll see more of those. Yeah, absolutely. So okay. like, you know, if I have a favorite celebrity and I click on a favorite celebrity, I'm going to see more of my celebrity or food recipes or what. And I watch a lot of those 15 second food recipes. And so they look so good, don't they? So They're the <laughs> best. They're the best. And so that's kind of the last update that, that we've had. We're in October now. There's probably been a couple other small things that have taken place. But um, for the most part, the, the last one in August that we'll touch on is, you know, I think more and more Facebook, just like Google, just like everyone else out there is watching the way that you're interacting with whatever platform you're on and they are changing the way that they're serving you the information that they think you want to receive and so from a medical practice standpoint looking at that data and understanding how users are navigating whether it's facebook or whether it's twitter or whether it's pinterest or even looking at your google analytics and seeing how they're navigating your website gets you closer to understanding what it takes for them to make an appointment to leave you an online review or to become your biggest brand advocates out there. Yeah, and I think the uh, the number one key takeaway is Facebook tries to, or all these platforms really try to adjust and make things better for the users is that we're all going to be better off for that. And, and the way to um, kind of stand head and shoulders above the rest is just keep making good content. You know, if you're, if you're putting out things that are interesting that your, your fans and followers like, you'll be fine. Yeah, and, that's true. It's yeah. a good way to do it. So just do the things you're doing that work and that you like doing. And make sure you're on top of stuff. And um, with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time at the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.